on this episode of Quantum Week, October 3rd through 9th, 1993. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year, and we talk about movies and music and headlines. Uh, and we are in our Patreon episode of uh, late, or sorry, early October 1993 with Demolition Man, and right here by SWV. Um, we got some housekeeping. A little bit. Well, I want to hear where we're going next week. Yeah, let's do that. Usually, obviously, we do this on the live show, on, on the free show, rather. Uh, but uh, we're doing this out of order. We kind of talked about that in the last Patreon. So, um, yeah. Oh, can you turn your mic a little bit towards you too? Just make sure it's right on you. Uh, you can twist the thingy. See that? Yeah, I'm good. That's better. Good. Yeah, good. sound better. Okay. Um, okay, so we're going to. This is weird. Uh, we're going. Is that is that good? Yeah. Uh, we're going to the first week in January, 1983. 83. That's pretty early. You might like that from the music standpoint, though. Oh yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to that. So the Patreon show will be the verdict. Have you seen that? Paul Newman? <sighs> Probably a long time ago. You I may, do not remember you it may at all. not have, because uh, it wouldn't have been, I don't imagine, a very exciting movie for a kid to watch. Um, but I... Uh, it sounds familiar, though. Like, that title sounds familiar. I wonder yeah. if it was on HBO a lot when we were kids. Probably. Yeah. Um, so we're doing that on the Patreon show. I'm excited to hear your take on that. Okay. And then for the, uh, for the free show, it's going to be Tootsie. I think I've seen that. Okay, cool. I think I have. All right. I've seen both movies. Tootsie, not as recently, but The Verdict, I've seen very recently. So, okay. Um, cool. So I think that'll be a fun, uh, a fun little, oh, yeah. little, little week there. Oh, cool. I got to check. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll see what the music is. It's fun when you haven't seen the movies in a while. Um, yeah. Or at all. Um, and I'm guessing the music will be pretty solid. The yeah. first week in January, it was uh, 83. Yeah. I think a pretty good sweet spot for music. Cool. Um. I guess that's it. I mean, it's hard because we just did the Patreon cool. show. <laughs> right, so we're out of order. Yeah, and, uh, we don't really have any new they news. They do happen yesterday. Days, yay! So, yay. <laughs> uh, all right, so I guess get into it. I guess we'll get into it. Uh, so, Demolition Man, this movie's trash. This movie fucking oh, sucks. No. This is a piece of shit movie. It's I not. can't believe I had to watch this piece of shit movie. It sucks. I'm surprised. Um, oh, oh it is so bad. It's not. Every level, there's only one thing, one partially redeeming part of this movie and that is that sylvester stallone and wesley snipes are professionals and they have uh, charisma and they look good on screen um that besides it the rest of the acting garbage script garbage this has it's an action movie with no action there are plot holes all over the mother, motherfucking place i hate this movie it's not an action movie exactly it's not supposed to be. It's What's com- it supposed it's, to be? It's a comedy. Is it, oh, is it, it's not a comedy. It is a comedy. Comedies are supposed to be funny, Chris. I know. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Shit, but yeah. it is funny. It's not. It really. It's really clever in a way I did not expect oh, it to be. I am going to recommend this movie. Oh, my God, no. But, I, but here's the deal, though. I wouldn't have recommended it 15 years ago. This movie is wildly prescient. Yeah, I don't so know what? if I've seen a movie that captured more than just the... Um, the technological advances it captured the cultural advances which is wild kind of i mean that's it, all this it, is all like 1984 this is all like fahrenheit 451 no, shit it's uh, it, very similar it's to that it's not stuff. because it, it, it well i i don't know i think it deals with the sensitivity and like the I, the premise of a like cancel culture and it really for a little bit i mean that's when people 
turn into drones. There are two options. There, you know, it's this very gray world, or it's a very, um, very bright veneer world where everybody's really polite. But those are kind of the two types of dystopia, and so we're seeing one of them. I didn't find that this was this was breaking any new territory at all. I was really impressed with, with and other things too. I mean, I had some like COVID type situations with, yeah, like you know, people didn't want to shake each other's hands. I know the there was a health stuff. Yeah, uh, like the guys basically in like a Zoom meeting. I mean, uh, at one point, uh, Nadja Hawthorne's character is like in a board meeting, but no one's actually physically there. Yeah. I don't know. Why would you go to the trouble of building an entire boardroom? It doesn't really, it, probably, you, you in wouldn't. real life, it would be a big screen. <laughs> right. but, 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 the, but the idea is there. It's like, oh, wow, that's actually pretty clever that they, uh, they, they foresaw. Now, this movie is, has many flaws and it oh has many pot, plot holes. It has one plot hole with uh, Stallone's daughter that literally never gets resolved. Ever! Completely confusing. What happened was they ended up cutting some scenes out, but you just can't, you can't just cut scenes out. And to explain it, they're kind of like, ha ha, we're not going to tell you what happened to your daughter. Ha ha ha. It's sort of how they approach it. It's so bizarre. It's not handleable. But if you look at this movie, if you walk into this movie, and this movie, by the way, was marketed, like Matt said, as an action sci-fi movie. Yeah. Absolutely was. Remember the trailer as a kid? It was. Uh, If you, but if you come into this movie, and like, all right, this is a comedy. Like, I get it. Like, this is just going to be complete. Like, they have, they have Rob Schneider and Dennis Lee are in this movie, not by accident. Like, oh, yeah. This is a comedy. Uh, and if you watch it from that perspective, it's, I think, really enjoyable. I laughed harder at this than I did, like, oh, some of the other comedies we've covered. Like Animal House? Uh, maybe. I mean, Animal House, you know, gets a lot of points, obviously, for innovation and, and for, for some of the things Animal House has. Animal House has some funny lines in it, for sure. Um, this is a different kind of funny <laughs> But um, I think it's I think it's legitimately funny. I think Stallone is really funny in it. Stallone's the best part of this movie, with Snipes being the second best. They're but, both so much fun. Yeah, they're fun. But that's it. It's not enough for me. Everything else is wrong. It's it's a it's a shit movie. Like the there's we don't see in the beginning of the movie. They're in this warehouse. It's gonna blow up, and Stallone's character takes takes Simon Phoenix out, and we don't see him exit the building. We don't see him go through a window. They, they show the window. They show a fire escape, but we don't see any of that. And it happens twice. There are two scenes in which he escapes some uh, a, you know peril, and we don't get to see it. It's bullshit. Like this, this is, That's an absolute bullshit move. Shitty directing. Uh, yeah, so I think you're right. I think the directing is not good. I'm trying to... I, I was like... So I've been trying to parse through this because it's a movie that I think has a lot of really interesting and... Uh, redeeming things about it uh so i'm trying to figure out who gets the credit who gets the blame and it looks like daniel waters uh did a treatment on this daniel yeah. waters wrote heathers yep has a really like sardonic wit and he's really has like kind of a dark humor to him and i i think he's legitimately like a funny writer he has some really some interesting takes i think a lot of the best things about this movie are daniel waters and a lot of the worst things were the initial treatment of the script, which was basically a straight up science fiction movie. Yeah, does not work. Yeah, if you know, if you, like action movies, it's, it's, it does, if, it was, if it's on that level, it's, I cannot recommend. Yeah. it. but if you're watching it as a comedy, I do. And then um, the direction is so. Is, is it Marco Brambilla? Is that how we would pronounce it? It's Brambilla so. or Brambilla, but I think he's you might be in another situation guy. where the guy just didn't work very much. Oh no! This, he, he, after this, he like, did Excess Baggage with Alicia Silverstone and Benicio del Toro. I did see that movie. That's a piece of shit. Yeah, Marco Brambilla. It's either Brambilla or Brambilla. I'm not yeah. sure how he pronounces it. Uh, he's uh, for uh, he's if he's Italian from Italy, then it would probably be Ia. I, I guess he guess, is. But, yeah. I, I believe he is. Uh, so um, yeah. So like I said, this is a movie with a ton of flaws. If you like, I said, if you walk in, um, my my recommendation is is comes with some caveats uh, because if you, I think Matt probably sat down. And I actually did too. 
I sat down expecting a science fiction. I saw this when I was 13, I think, but I, I remember like I mildly enjoying it, but I was like, ah, whatever. And I just like went to the movie yeah. and came home. Yeah. Um, but as a, you know, 41 year old, uh, the first 10 minutes of them, I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Right. This is just abysmal. But then I'm like, oh shit. No, this is like funny. Like there's like, this is supposed to be, and like <sighs> the proof in the pudding is Sandra Bullock. So Sandra Bullock is a very, is a, is a good actress. She's a good actress. She's very good in speed, which came out a year after this. She's very good in speed. So she's, but she's like intentionally terrible in this. Um, they're all robotic for a reason, right? But it doesn't work. She's terrible. Her character is. T- it doesn't work. You don't need Sandra Bullock for this. Well, I mean, it wasn't. It was Sandra Bullock no. before she was Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I so, guess. So. I mean, it was supposed yeah, to be Laurie Petty. Yeah, I saw that too. So, and then she got that would have been better. Actually, Karen Stallone didn't get along. Say, I disagree. I don't like Lori Petty. I think she, you know she's not very good. And Point Break, she's fine. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, it's fine. But no, it would made more sense because she's just this kind of. She's not a good actor, and she could have played that type of dystopian friendly. Yeah, I feel fake like we've friendly. seen that with Lori Petty before. Maybe we saw it after this. I don't know. I'm okay. We did. She did with, Tank Girl, which yeah. is not that wasn't good. But. I mean, I don't know. Lori Petty is too weird. Uh, but Sandra Bullock, I think is, is, I hated her in this. I thought she was terrible. I hated her. Benjamin Bratt was, was terrible. Yeah. I just fake like, and the, the thing is, it's not, that's not, that's easy to do. You just be like fake is easy. Yeah. Your depth of emotion is hard. And what I don't want to see a move. What I, it, it didn't definitely didn't hit for me. Well, uh, I think, she sucked. Uh, well, I, I, I think she was, I think she did. I think, I think she, like I said, I think she's intentionally trying to be, you know, obviously trying to be super corn. I mean, they're literally singing jingles for Armor Hot Dog in the car. Like when I get nervous, I sing. <laughs> uh, yeah, and like I just, I love the idea of like the the oldie station plays commercials, like stuff like that. That's funny to me. Not funny to me at all. Stupid. That, uh, I just like the idea that they've stripped away any sort of identity culturally from yeah. this from this world. And obviously, you see this the future stuff, but I usually when you see it, it's done with like this. I feel like a lot of sci-fi stuff is too like overly serious. So stuff like this, or and it's a much funnier movie, but it, like Idiocracy, yeah, oh is, yeah, is like a, is much funnier. That's actually a, a good kind of a good comp in a way. I mean, yeah, without some of the action stuff, but that is a, a much better movie, much better movie. I agree, yeah. um, and much funnier. And, yeah, and, right. And Mike Judge is a genius. Yes, and, yes, all, yes, you know, Office Space and everything. Um, but uh, with this though, it's like a minor league Idiocracy. It's like all right, like. I also think some of the stuff that they foretell, I think is really interesting. There's certain words you can't say. Yep. And that is a very funny bit. I, I had a chuckle every time. Every time someone swears. And the little, the, yeah, the ticket comes out. And and snipes are so natural at swearing. They are. So you, cause it's like, so it's, there's really, there's such good actors with that kind of dialogue that you forget the alarm's going to go off almost <laughs> every time. Does, yeah. Cause you're, and it, it makes me laugh. It's funny. The three seashells, like that's, there's some funny stuff in here. I, I think it's good. I, Three I, seashells I, has no payoff, though. It's just dumb. It's they just never know what it is. I know. I don't mind one mystery. I think the the, the daughter mystery sucks. Stolen daughter is unfor- it's unforgivable. That's you can't do that. <sighs> okay, That's terrible. You, you've said about uh, pretty much about all that is good that you could possibly say is good in this movie, though. You have just completed what could possibly be good about this movie. Is there anything else? I I mean I I, I didn't say all oh, it was good. I mean like so stuff like in the museum. Like, I thought the museum was fun. Bullshit. That car starts after uh, 50 know, years. Come on. We're it, Battlefield Earth again. There's some real, I mean, you can go deep if you want to do the plot holes here. I mean, that, there, but that's a, what we're, but, but it's not, I, I think with some comedy, I think some, and you have an issue with comedy. You I really, don't have an issue you with do, comedy. Though. I have an issue with stupid, bad comedies. I know. I, love I, know man, I know. You think it's stupid, bad. but like, but you have an issue with comedy. So where you don't, I mean, at least acknowledge that 
and I'm not saying Demolition Man is in this level, but like something like Billy Madison is something that's widely regarded as a as a as a, a one of the better comedies of that decade. I'm surprised when you like movies like this. I'm very surprised. It surprises me. Funny always wins. Like, but this isn't know. that funny. So you're much. You're just. Your humor is much smarter than this. Uh, I mean, at times, I guess. Sometimes I like you know the more intellectual humor, but sometimes it's like all right. But sometimes it's just fun just to laugh at stupid at at I say stupid shit, but some shit that's like an interesting different spin on it. Is it, it, is it like wildly complex humor in this at times? No, but a lot of them just kind of, I like that the actors are just kind of game for this. The director seems kind of game to make a comedy. It's a comedy that I didn't expect. And then it's, is it like, yeah, is him getting a bunch of those slips to go wipe his ass with like high, like high complex no, humor? And, but, and but I it's can, fun. No, it's I can, funny. I, I, there's, I can, I can do some of that. I can do some of that. I mean, there's some of the hangover stuff that uh, that that's pretty good. Baby gets hit by the door, shit like that. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm okay with some of that. Absolutely. Yeah. But you struggled with like you didn't like Fast Times, you didn't like Animal House, you don't like Billy Madison. Like these, whether me or you like them or not, these are comedies that are still in high regard. Okay, because- and even though it didn't age as well, but those don't age that well. Like they're okay. You would still give those maybe a B or something. Uh, yes. B or B plus or whatever. And it's kind of the same way with Borat. Borat's a lot grosser. I loved that movie in the theater when I first saw yeah, it. And it doesn't age as well. Same, age well. same thing with uh, the first Jackass. I saw that in the theater. I hadn't seen anything like it before. I laughed my ass off when I saw that for the first time. Probably doesn't age as well. Right. But so I, I can I can dig some of that humor. Definitely. Yeah. So I mean, that, so then you can't really shit on someone then for like, I mean, you can't say that like, oh, my, my comedy senses are too heightened to enjoy something that can be kind of just dumb and foolish sometimes yeah it didn't uh, i didn't find this funny at all i i think you okay maybe the slips did you ever consider this a comedy I, were you watching it were you like this is an action movie that's just gone bad not as a kid and how about this I, time no i could tell that they were going for some comic relief right here, absolutely i oh, know but i think this was a comedy i guess i'm not looking i guess i still don't look at it that way because like i said the first 10 minutes i was with you i'm like this is a trash this is awful like, yeah. what am i watching here but they, they didn't kind of tipped it over was and this is funny is like Stallone saves a little girl or you kind of see him carrying a little girl that he just saved and the reporter asks stomach a question and, and the girl's like, fuck you, lady. I was like, oh, this is a comedy. Yeah. Like, this is this is not supposed to be taken seriously. The Taco Bell stuff is hysterical. It's very funny. Hysterical. Come on. You I were was belly laughing, laughing for that shit. Come on. I, I, Stallone's reaction when Nigel Hawthorne says, I want to take you to Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. That's really funny. That's a very funny bit. Uh, it was all right. Oh come on! Don't I, come I on think me. You, I think you just took this movie the wrong way. I think you took it as an action sci-fi. And if it's, if it's at that level, this movie is a disaster. It's a disaster. But the, it's not. That's not no, what this is. Though. This looks like a. This, it does. No, it looks more like an act. No, action sci-fi with some comic relief. Mm-mm. There's not enough comedy to make this a comedy. Absolutely enough comedy. There's not enough action. How sci-fi high to make were this. you when you watched it this time? I didn't know that high. I did come not, on. I had some afterwards. I did not. I had a gummy after it. I did not. I did not. You didn't partake. In fact, I watched, it. I watched a good chunk of this during the day. You did. Yeah. I had some time so to were, watch. You were laughing it. at it. Huh? You, were, you were just laughing right through it. I, well, I, I was laughing through actually quite a bit. Like the fuck you lady, the Taco Bell stuff. This is a piece of shit. It's not. This is an absolute piece of shit. I'm recommending this movie. There's. I think the, and I, we, I, I thought, actually, I, uh, can I say one thing? I, I'm actually kind of surprised with this take by you a little bit. I thought you'd really, because um, this movie has a real libertarian bend to it, which is wild in movies. You don't usually, only, like, yes, just, like, you know how yeah, liberal Hollywood yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. This movie actually has a, 
they're for gun. They're for. I know. They're against gun control. I know. They're for a free but speech. It's not enough though. The movie has to be good. It, I, I, I understand. Like, I fucking, agree with you. Uh, Atlas Shrugged the movie in three parts sucks, and I love that book. Yeah. That book uh, made a made a big difference in my life, and that and that movie fucking sucks. It's not enough that it's libertarian. You know. I, I understand the ideas were there too. Uh, it, the you know what does an oppressive state look like? When there's the oppressive state in Soviet Union where they're all poor and they have nothing and they're rotting from the inside. And then you have the oppressive like tech technocratic state where they do figure out how to make sure everybody gets fed, except for a small faction of people who don't want to participate and they opt out, which is, but that's besides the point. Right. Um, so everybody's fed and everybody's fine, but the state is so fucking controlling you. You don't have your own identity. Like I, I yeah, those the ideas are there, but, but it's not enough to make a good movie. There's so much bad shit. They would have known. So Simon fucking Phoenix gets a parole hearing before Stallone's character does. I know. What? <laughs> no. And you're telling me that they wouldn't have, and later on we find out, oh, all those guys were already dead uh, anyway. Right. They find that out. Like a doctor wouldn't have known that before they put Stallone on ice. Yeah. We're talking 1990. The movie comes out in 1993. We're talking about 1996. They Which is also have strange. In cryogenic. Years, in three years, like the whole world like completely changed. What? What? LA is like. It's very strange. Like its own dystopian hellhole. Yes. Things are burning. The Hollywood like, sign is burning. It's burning when we're watching. We're like coming to I mean, the I movie. I the LA riots obviously in 91. But, but come so, on. But it wasn't like full scale war. Yeah. Right. In 1996, there is there, there's well actually that it is because mm, in in 2020 uh, Portland there were definitely parts of the city you couldn't go so that that definitely did kind of happen but it was yeah. like a block it wasn't the entire fucking city that wouldn't have happened no you've got how does the captain not know who John Spartan is when he comes like you got the old guy on the force who knows knows him but the captain's not that fucking not not that yet much younger than him. How does he not know him? Uh, how are there? I don't know. I don't know. I, how I are there that. fifty he, million? Know. He could have. He could have come from. He could have come from out of town. No, that that you can excuse that. The, okay, uh, the other things I agree with are, are ridiculous, but that's that you can't. You, I can excuse that. How come there are fifty million police officers in this city? Right. We don't the need police it. force is so goddamn huge, but you don't need it. Keep people employed. I mean, there's a lot of reasons. I, mean, I guess we'll, keep we'll people employed. You know, maybe the unions have more power in this kind of. That's ridiculous. And then, oh, the captain's suggestion, why don't we just wait till another person dies and then yep. we'll get flagged? Well, they're not used to dealing with crime, though. That's that was the, well, that's a joke. This is not funny. But they're trying to show how inexperienced they are in dealing with crime. That, that's their plan. Uh, Stolen even calls them out for it. Like, that's this, a great plan. There's plot issues all over. This thing is a piece that's of it, shit. But those last two weren't potholes, though. Those are, those are legitimate that's things in the movie. Okay. You got a random Jesse Ventura too in here too. Well, they cut out some of his stuff. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Do you know what they cut out? <laughs> some stuff, I guess. I you mean, they cut out some of the stuff with the daughter, which <laughs> just, you'll appreciate this. So uh, t- test audiences, sometimes when, uh, I don't know if people know how this works, sometimes what happens is people are given a meter and then you're supposed to constantly move the media, meter up or down depending on how you feel. If really? you're What's that? I didn't know that. That's what sometimes some some tests always. Yeah, I, I think uh, so. You'll have like a like a little like remote control, if you will, and you have like a gear, and you kind of turn it. Like I'm feeling good about this, or I'm feeling yeah. bad about this. So the scene when uh, him and Sandra Bullock, quote unquote, have sex or are supposed to have sex, have brain sex. Yes, uh, people were disgusted because everyone in the theater, because it was so unclear, everyone thought that she was his daughter. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God! So they, uh, oh, they, I can they see why really, they would think that. Yeah, but yeah. they didn't really do much to change. Like you could still kind of walk away from the movie yeah. with that thought. 
Yes, uh, you could. And there, they have there like was similar, like, and that's not like intentionally like you know a shrewd move by the right. That was simply just or directed. Simply stuff just got cut out. Yeah, there's a whole subplot with him trying to find his daughter. Um, and then like Jesse Ventura's role, I, him and Stolen had a big fight scene. They got cut out. Uh. Um, so there was some other stuff that got that got knocked out. Uh, though there's some other pressing things. They have uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger being the president, which is pretty yeah. close. Yeah, they have Scott Peterson. I I took a video clip of this. I'll I'll put it on Twitter. Uh, Scott Peterson is someone that was up for parole. Like he's frozen with Stallone. Oh, the name? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Which obviously, yeah, they totally, were, circ- totally, you know, yeah, random. random. But, but it was really funny. I'm like, oh shit! Like Scott Peterson's a bad guy in this world too. Yeah. Uh, they met, you know, of course they mentioned Jeffrey Dahmer later on. But he was already obviously a criminal. Yeah. But Scott Peterson, it was just, it was a that funny, funny. Yeah, I yeah. made sure I took a I video clip that. of that because it made me laugh. But uh, yeah, I think it's just some of this stuff, and I, some of the stuff was obviously accidental, like the Scott Peterson stuff. Some stuff wasn't. Um, but even some of the like the references they made, like Dahmer or Jackie Chan, still hold up now. Um, well, he wanted to do Jackie Chan. He right. wanted to do the show. Uh, do the Stallone wanted it to be Jackie Chan, right? As, as not, right. but as he didn't want to be a villain, sense. right? Uh, but the thing is with Jackie Chan, though, Jackie Chan was not a huge name in he America wasn't. in 1993. No, so it's almost like he's become a bigger. He's become a much bigger name since then. So, True. Um, and it's a cultural reference that still kind of holds up. Yeah. So it was kind of. I just think the movie was just oddly like, like right on the money with a lot of the predictions and a lot of the stuff. And that I, feels I, like all accident, though. Where you know all the stuff that they were trying to do didn't quite work. I think they were doing what they were trying to do. I think people were misled by the casting and um, and the way this was marketed. Because I, 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 you know, if you gave this to a movie studio, I probably would have marketed the same way they did, which is like, you got to market this. You have as, two action stars. Yeah, you have to kind of yeah. market it as an action movie. And Stallone's fun. Like, Stallone can be fun. Actually, Snipes can be too. Like, they Snipes both, have a, really they both have a sense of and humor. And he's having a great time in this. He does, that's the thing, is those two are good. But it, I really chalk that up to they're both professionals and they know how to do a good job. Has Stallone ever been funnier? Um, I don't know if he has. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Like, the movie like Oscar is just terrible. He did, uh, um, what was the one with uh, him and his mom? mom shoot. Yeah, but I don't remember yeah, if he was a good bad movie. And he like, always kind of has a little bit of a, uh, a sense of humor. Well, some of the Rocky stuff, he, he, yeah. he, he, but like, but with this, I think he's like, he's legitimately funny. Yeah. Like non, it's like not accidentally funny or not oddly funny. It's like, he's like, he's legit doing a comedy and he's really funny. I thought he was really funny in it. I really enjoyed that character. I thought it was great. It's a piece of shit. It just felt like one big product placement and fucking horrible acting and just terrible script choices and huge plot holes and no action like bullshit action not just none of it and hated all of it i couldn't imagine i can't i i don't understand why ebert was okay with it did you because see the little clip yeah. the little clip i mean uh, with him and uh, I Siskel talking about read some of the Siskel's like no and then, <laughs> and then it's like, Eber, oh, come Eber, on. It's he didn't write a review of it. No, he didn't. So yeah. Yeah. They did. Cause they did. They featured they, it on yeah, their show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it probably wasn't important on their enough. show, but they didn't do yeah. They didn't write like a full right. review. Yes. Yeah, so there was like a two minute clip of them talking. Yeah. About, but, uh, I think probably other important if they, cause that wasn't, I don't remember, but that wasn't common, right? They wouldn't just, he wouldn't not write about it if he talks about it on the show, right? He would do some of the, he would do some of the, uh, both. I mean, his main, you know, obviously he wrote for, both, yeah. uh, wrote for Chicago writers, yeah. you know, they would both typically write their reviews. So they kind of went in knowing what the other person thought of it. I think, I don't, I don't know when they taped that, but, um, uh, but, uh, yeah, so usually, I mean, Ebert almost always wrote reviews, right? right. I, I imagine it might've been just another movie critic at large for the paper that just covered that particular oh, movie. And then he, you know, he but he had still it. seen it for whatever reason, probably for the show. Um, but I, I'm with Ebert. I, th- I think th- I, I will say though, I would not have recommended this 15 years ago. But the cancel culture takedown and some of that stuff, 
I really was like, oh, I really, I kind of dig this. Too easy, even a bow at the end, too. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you think the world is all like this, but suddenly, uh, you know, uh, Stallone kind of perseveres at the end of this thing and then gets all factions to kind of get together in like one minute and then there's harmony everywhere and everybody's happy. It's a comedy. That's how comedies end. Comedies are bad at endings. I mean, that's just how it works. You just have excuses for everything, don't you? No, I don't. I, I have reasons for things. Uh, and I would say this is not a great movie. This movie that has a lot of. So, what problems. are you going to give it? For, you're going to recommend it, but what are you going to give it? You're going to you have to give. You're giving I'm gonna give like it. A I'll B? give it a B minus. Oh man, yeah, B minus recommendation. Oh. I, it, but like, but I would I would probably say though like it, go in like with the comedy mindset, like because it's this is not. This would be a like if this is straight up like sci-fi action. This How am I going to fucking getting high? Just get as high as you fucking can and watch this thing. That's my recommendation for you. My recommendation for you is get high, really, really high, so that you um, forget to watch this movie in the first place. Do you think this is trash? Is this like this one of the trash. worst movies we've covered? Or? This is definitely a bottom, bottom your mind? 15 probably. Wow. Maybe bottom 10. I don't know. I have no, to, I'll have oh to look at God. it. We've seen some shit ones though. We have. So it might not be that. Like, this is better than the Meg. This is funnier. Oh, is it? Oh, come on. It's right. It's probably better than the Meg, so that be, might not be. That probably be better. It's probably better than the Meg. How do you not see the humor in that? Like, I, I'm, I'm no, a, I think that. I, no, I, I, I see like, it. Oh, I wonder if Corona will come in liking this a little bit. Then like, oh, it's a comedy. He probably won't because he doesn't like. Comedies. That's bullshit. I do like comedies. Like Tenenbaums is way funnier than this, dude. Tenenbaums, you always do this Babe Ruth comparison. You guys, well, what do you want me to that. do? Find something that's not like one of the best things ever to compare it to. Okay, Coming to America was a lot better than this movie. Yeah, it was. It was a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Coming America is a much better. Movie. better. Yeah, Coming America is better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what was the what was the one? Oh, Blues Brothers. This is better than Blues Brothers. Uh, yeah. I don't think we recommended Blues Brothers. This is no. a, this is a very light. Rec- Blues Brothers is like a very light non recommendation for me. This is a very light recommendation. So it's right. It's a little bit better. Yeah. Um, that's another movie that tied in action with comedy, but because of the leads, you knew. Oh, this is a comedy. You yeah. wouldn't think the action that was almost surprising. Where in this, it's flipped. That actually probably has more action in that movie than this one, because you got all the car chases and the and the yeah. crashes and all that stuff. There's you know you you see a building blown up here, but there's some there's some action. There's a fight scene. There's, what is it? Really, only one fight scene between the two leads. The first one in the warehouse doesn't really account. He lights a fire no, that no, doesn't the light doesn't them count. on the museum scene. Yeah, I guess the museum scene yeah. is probably the only one really that happens. Uh, and then you see some of the, like the underground guys come up and, and do some stuff with that, but yeah. that's it. Not a lot. There's no, like not a lot, hardly no. anything. I'm fine with. It. I'm fine with it too. I've seen but... enough action scenes in my life. I'm, I'm okay. Well, unless it's something that's really creatively done, which I don't think the director has in him. The so, director has right. So I mean, I, I'm okay with. Do you do you see that Fincher recommended this guy for the job? I did see that. I'm like what? Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe David <laughs> Fincher shouldn't open an HR department. I guess uh, I don't think I don't know he should be in charge of hiring. Probably it's not. Not a great recommendation. It has a, a good amount of the crew from Alien Three too. So yeah. it's got the cinematographer and and some of the other folks. Uh, this movie is not shot very well. But no, but it's like a comedy. Like most comedies are <sighs> shot pretty poorly. But like, but but it. But I mean, you know, this is not. But if you're expecting, you know, it, this is a weird year for Stallone too. I want to bring that up. Oh, what so else? this is 93. So Stallone was in really kind of in a rough spot. Yeah. And then 93, he has two monster hits. He has this and Cliffhanger. And Cliffhanger, much better movie I, than this. Yeah, Cliffhanger is a better movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I, by my memory, it is better. Uh, but it's two movies that made a lot of money. They were both successful hits. Uh, and then he immediately went back to doing like like Daylight and these other box yeah. office bombs. Uh, but it is funny though how like for he had this like one year where everything kind of like fit into place where he did you know but you know he did he did like two years later he does that movie Judge Dread. 
Yeah, that that's yeah. I haven't seen it's, it in a long time. Yeah. But I remember it not really working. Actually, there was a there was a reboot of that not there too was, long ago. Yeah, Carl Urban, right? Yeah, which actually was pretty good. Oh. See, you, see, you're gonna like something. See, you're gonna be more. Um, I don't know. Maybe you have more of a of a lax or more bandwidth of acceptability for some of these like goofy, stupid sci-fi movies. You really wanted that sci-fi action. You're like, I want this action. And then but you got no, comedy, and you're like, oh, I no, got because I, I knew it wouldn't. I knew it wouldn't be good compared to now. You know, whatever sci-fi or action elements were not going to be that good. Right. Versus what we're seeing right, even course. on TV now. Right. But uh, so, no, I didn't care. I, I, I wanted to be entertained. It was tough to be entertained. I, I, the, every, every plot hole was so glaring to me. The fact that there was that anytime that action scenes where nothing actually happens uh, were so glaring to me that it, that it wasn't an enjoyable movie. And I hated seeing Sandra Bullock like this because I'm an apologist for her. I hated seeing her this way. I just thought she was a complete cold, fake you know, person, which nothing, there was nothing coming out of her. It was sucked, sucked. She didn't even try. It seemed like she didn't seem like nobody. They all had permission not to try except for the two leads. Stallone's supposed to be 34 years old in this movie. Yeah, it doesn't quite <laughs> work either. I mean, he's in awesome shape. But, oh yeah. Right. But he's like, what is he? He's in his forties. No, because Rock, dude, Rock, wait, Rocky, he's uh, in 77, he's 30, he's 31, right? Yeah, I think 87. he's born, what year is He's got to be like 46 in this movie. Yeah. I mean, wow. He's, he's almost, uh, let's see, he's born in 46, so 46, uh, yeah, 47, 46, 47 yeah. years old. <laughs> and he's like, he's like almost 20 years older than Sandra Bullock, which is ridiculous. I know. But yeah, he's supposed to be 34, and he's, I guess uh, 46 is not that crazy, but. No, but he, yeah, he looks. But he didn't look 34. No, like. And plus, by that point, we had such a long relationship with Stallone. Right. Because, you know, like, we basically, you know, Rocky comes out in 76. So, you know, you... Uh, entire life is uh, Stallone. Yeah, but, like, you, even if you're an older moviegoer at that time, you're like, all right, I, I've known him for 17 years. There's no way he's 34. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. That so, doesn't... Uh, it, was, it was kind of funny. But I, I... But I think that was, like, another like, little, like, joke in a way. Like, if you do the math, it's kind of funny. I, uh, you see him as jokes. I see him as uh, someone not thinking through the this. The Lethal Weapon 3 poster in her office, that's funny. That, it, was, that was a good little like, placement. And it's like Joe Pesci yeah. leaning over. It's this yeah. goofy movie poster. That was and a like, good they could, You know, a lazy, or lazy, uh, a less funny movie would have gone with just like Lethal Weapon 1. But like, to have it be Lethal Weapon 3, and it's yeah. like that goofy poster, that's funny. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I thought a I'm lot glad of, it got to you. It had, yeah, it had some like really charming stuff. It has, uh, I really like some of the prescient stuff. And I really love the um, the takedown of, of cancel culture in a you know in a different way than we're used to because it was coming from a situation where cancel culture didn't really exist yet. I mean, it kind of did from like some of the Bible Belt Tipper Gore stuff, but it was a but this was a different look at a problem we have today that I thought was really unique and and fun. Yeah. Um. I, I was kind of hoping you. I was kind of hoping you would you'd be on board with. I'm like, Crazy's gonna hate this. He's gonna be on my side. Fucking like, hate it. Yeah, that sucked. Goddamn sucked. I'm like, there's not gonna be any middle ground here. He's, no, he's either gonna like really hate this, or he's gonna really be like on board with this. Yeah, not on board. Yeah, it's too bad. Because I like Stallone, I like Snipes. I think they're both very charismatic. Uh, Another comedy, Macarano takes a big old shit on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think if we poll the world, they're not gonna call this a comedy. They're gonna say this. I would, is a I would agree. Action. I actually would have said the same thing before yeah. I saw it again. Um, I remember this movie as no, I saw it at 13, but I remember this movie and plus the commercials this movie was an action movie. I, I was really, that's what I said. The first 10 minutes I was with you. I'm like, this is fucking awful. What the yeah, fuck am I watching? Right. And then it finally, I'm like, Oh, I get it now. But, um, it definitely took a while. I like, re rewire my brain. Cause the whole first act, I'm like, what am I, what is, what is this? Yeah. Nothing makes sense. Uh, did you see the comparison between this and last action hero? I did. I don't, 
I don't know that I felt that. I think that that has comedic elements too. There was, there was definitely a, a wink. And in that, that was movie. also sold as a comedy. So was it sold as a comedy? Yeah, See, I don't remember it. Was it. Action so comedy. Ago. It was definitely sold as more of a comedy than this was. Right. Um, uh, but you've got, right. That sort of made this, they made the same amount of money, but one's kind of considered. One's considered a hit. One's considered a, a bomb. failure. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't seen the last actually year since I saw in the theaters when I, I was like 13, so I can't really give a very good review. Yeah. Uh, I hope we run into it because um, I think it's definitely an interesting movie yeah. and, it has, and obviously has an interesting lore with Hollywood. Sure. It's kind of the beginning of the end of Schwarzenegger. Um, and uh, yeah, because it was perceived as a bomb. I, this movie cost a lot to make. This movie's budget spiraled out of control. The shoot took, the shoot was supposed to be 70 days, ended up being 110. Jesus. Like there were just some real issues with I didn't see the cost of the movie. I saw it was, it. I think it was supposed to be like 44 and it being 77 or something. Like, it got, oh. it, it, things got like crazy all fucked up. So it doesn't, it didn't make its money back in the United States. It's only because it, uh, worldwide it did pretty well that uh, it made its money back. It only made like 60 million in the U.S. The yeah, rest of it was, uh, yeah, was, was it, it, made, it made, you know, you pick a Stallone. Those action stars have, even back then, had yeah, pretty good travel. reach uh, right. internationally. But this this sounds like this making this movie was not particularly easy. I mean, I said the shoot went way long. You fired Laurie Petty two days in. She didn't shoot any. Uh, no, I think she might have actually shot some stuff. Yeah. Which is crazy. And like, you know, you fire your lead and you're basically, you're like, oh, who else? Like, literally, is anyone available? And that's how they got Sandra Bullock. I mean, she didn't really, you know. In fairness to her, she didn't get to do rehearsals with some yeah, of these guys. I, can but, I mean, see that. it's not you can't excuse it. That's on the, but like you know, that's on the filmmakers and the stars not to get along. Like you know, the director needs to you know, if Laurie Petty and Stallone, Stallone are fighting, the director needs to fix that. Yeah. Like any good you know boss or manager needs to like have people get along, especially if you have you know fifty million dollars in the line. You know, yeah. you can't can't fuck. Especially if like, this is your first major film, you got to work it out. I know Stallone is a huge star at that time, but you gotta you gotta you know mend those fences. And I know Laurie Petty is. She's been fired from a couple movies we've done. Yeah, I, I don't. One now, I don't like, think that she's the easiest to work with. No, she seems like she seems kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot going on there. So, uh, yeah, so I mean, there's definitely some stuff going on with this with this movie. I think behind the scenes that made it. The script has some major issues. You can tell like nine different guys wrote it because like, and that's part of you know to Matt's defense here. You know, there are parts of this movie that do play like an action movie. Like I say, like twenty percent of the movie plays like a straight action movie. Yep. So it's like all right. Like, you know, pick what you want to be a little bit. I think it does finally make a decision and become a comedy. But, you know, it is an oddly bizarre watch. I, I also appreciate it for that. This is a really unique watch. This is a weird movie. Yeah. Uh, but, and I can, I, I can, but it's almost like I'd rather be intentionally weird. Like, be intentional about it. If it, if, you know, uh, what was that? I was just thinking about another movie that now, now it has escaped me where um, it's okay if it's weird. Oh, like Heather's. Heather's is a weird, Heather's is a really weird movie. Weird movie, yeah. but I really appreciate that about yeah, it. Yeah, but it was intentionally done. Uh, yeah, I also appreciate unintentional weirdness. I don't like obviously unintentional bad. Yeah, you know, means bad, but weird is fun. Uh, but I, okay, fine. But I just don't think you can put that in the column of it being. You can't make that sway it towards a good movie just because it's weird, unintentionally weird. If it's intentionally no, weird, that, that, that alone doesn't make it good. But the other fact between some of the jokes I thought were funny. <sighs> I guess if you're enjoying it, then that's fine. That's fine. Then, <laughs> no, then you call it. Then you can say it's a it's a good movie to you because you enjoy it. I guess so. I, I do. I I can't say enough though. You you need to ignore. I, obviously, it's twenty one, so it's easy to ignore the trailers from eighty three. Right. But uh, but you really need to ignore how they delivered this and sold this to us because they definitely did it as an action movie. So like, and I sat down. I'm guessing Matt did too. When I'm on my couch, like, all right, let's watch this action movie, Demolition Man. That's what I had in my brain. I sat down, yep. and uh, it definitely took me a while to like kind of catch on what they were doing. 
it's a it's a bizarre it's an odd movie but i really appreciate where things are weird i mean we've seen i've seen thousands of movies yeah so it's nice when something is a little bit i like weird different. too but i prefer intentionally weird like they're trying of course. to they're yeah trying i guess to, ideally but sometimes yeah. it's fun to get the other way and uh stallone and snipes are all on board they're having fun they are and that's that's the thing they do not mail this in either one of them do neither one of them do they do a good job so thumbs up for me thumbs fucking down. so what are you giving this i'm giving this a oh, b minus so d minus maybe d oh come on this is a, it might be bottom 20. We'll see. I gotta, I'll have to check it out. I think I need to update my. Um, you do. You're I'm, like eight movies behind. I don't you think that like, many. You had like eight less movies on your list than I did for some reason. Is that really true? I don't know. I got to get in there and, uh, and fix that. But uh, the, I'm pretty sure this is going to. This is rough. This is a rough one for you. Huh? You were not happy watching this? It's no. Long. I will say the one gets long. It's a buck, long. It's a buck 55. Oh, for this if it's type a, of movie. I mean, movie. comedies typically are shorter. Yeah. So if you're going to be a comedy, you got to try to hit that 9 to 100 minute yeah. uh, pain point there. You know, you get, get that right. Anything over it is tough. So don't, don't do that. It's not really shot like a comedy either. Like you don't, you're not really, it's, it's too serious the way that it's shot. I don't get, I don't get it. Not shot like a sci-fi movie, do though. No, it's not. I don't know. This guy's broad. He has why. He's yeah. More, it's more of a comedy angle, I think. It's, more comedy. Yeah, things are shot from certain levels and stuff. It is more of a comedy, mm. especially like, it, like the most clear example of this is when they're in the police station. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. That shot more like a comedy. If you right. think about how the police station is, I can yes. see that. But the rest of it, like the scene in the museum, is shot like an action movie. Yes. It's not shot like comedy. Right. Which I kind of like when things are all Because you like, got levels and stuff. Right. Yeah, things are yeah. happening. And just also the way like people are shot from like the uh, close-ups or shot from afar or like angles. Those are action movie angles. They're just yeah. things we just typically see. But like everything the police station was shot up. Yeah. You know, think about all the Rob Schneider stuff. It's all shot like with, right. with comedy angles. So no, it's all, it's all over the place. This movie is fucking wild, right? It's fucking bizarre and weird and at times very stupid. Like with the, the daughter that, you know, you, you can't, can't, you can't just ignore her. No. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, but uh, if you're just willing to, like I say, if it's just sit down and watch a comedy, have some fun and uh, see some stuff that some interesting takes and some problems that are hitting us now. Yeah. I recommend this. Get really high and just get in there. That's a recommendation. Anything else with this motherfucker? <laughs> you're so weird. No, it's all I have. Uh, here we go. So a lot of times we talk about uh, we talk about movies that don't work or things in movies that don't work. This song doesn't work. This song has huge flaws that I'm going to point out um, in a minute or so. But this is a absolute piece of shit song. This is not a professional song. This is an unprofessional song. Oh, oh uh, I disagree. I think I, I think this is what the fuck. I mean, this, okay, I'm not gonna. This is going to be another like coach. what the fuck. Okay. For yeah. the genre, like we always shit on adult contemporary. If, yeah, if that's this, kind of like the, this is kind of like a fringe pop adult contemporary thing. I think. Well, yeah, this goes into. Yeah. this has been a show of genres. <laughs> uh, but for an adult contemporary mode, this is only because of the Michael Jack. Only because this is the remix. Well, when the we, original is is a mess, but it's so boring and so, like not even worth discussing. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it, but you know, what I mean? like wouldn't even be on the radar of anything but because of the i think the remix is kind of fun and it's like for what that is it's i think it's actually pretty good so when we did we did human nature yes we did um and i it's one of my favorite michael jackson songs you you don't love it as much as i do but, but it's, I, it's quite good it, yeah I, I love it it's one of my favorites and i at the time said if this is adult contemporary 
music, then this is the best that it could possibly ever and be. And I, I don't think I argue with you at all, right? Yeah. I think I agreed, yeah. So I think the only reason why this works is because of that sample. Can't, can't and, agree and, more. And in fact, uh, the human nature, it's the majority of the song. You listen to the radio edit. There's a longer edit. I don't I don't listen to it, but I listen to the radio edit. Yeah, me too. Because who has time for that? Uh, and and um, the last minute and 20 seconds, I'm trying to find my notes. I think it's a minute and 20 seconds are just the sample. <laughs> There's a little bit of uh, Pharrell, Pharrell rapping. Yeah. Uh, just a tiny bit. Yes. Double W V. Something like that, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, was, uh, yeah. And then. I didn't um, mind it. It was fun. Uh, it's fun. And then a little bit of them in the chorus, just a tiny bit. But really, the majority of that last minute and tw- a third of the song is just the sample. The two verses happen, and then it's nothing for a while. And then if you think about the intro, is all the sample. Yes. Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. There's It's hardly them at all. Yeah. It is all it is all human nature yeah i actually disagree with the original i do have the original um here uh right here original just so you can hear the difference i actually think this works better than the Michael Jackson version. Uh, what happened is they shoehorned the Michael Jackson thing in and didn't change anything about the original. The the melodies are, are the same, and it it, it does it doesn't work. I'll show you. Um, but before we get to that, so there so right there were two versions of the song. They released the one we just heard the uh, the original that was the first single off of this album. Um, it's uh, it's about time as the album name is their debut SWV's debut album. They released that first. It did chart. I think it hit something like went to eleven on the R and B chart. Okay. They released two more singles, mm-hmm. and then um, what happened was the who did this? The who's the? God damn it! I'm trying to find the the guy who remixed it. Um. Oh, it's it's Alan Alistair Gordon. His pseudonym. Teddy Riley, he's he's a guy that invented New Jack Swing, got a hold of the song and put the human nature in there. He just okay. sort, of, sort of mashed it together. Yeah. And then they re-released it like this. It hit number two on the Hot 100 and sold 500,000 copies. Mm-hmm. It's their biggest hit. Um, so so that was kind of the process. This one hit it's 22 weeks on the Hot 100 and was on the top 40 and then had like a resurgence uh, again a few months later and hit 34 on the R, or sorry, and, and then lasted 34 weeks on the, on the R&B chart. Hit the Free Willy soundtrack, right. which you could tell from the video. Did you see? Did you watch the so video? Odd. It's the weirdest video. It's these three girls that look uncomfortable the whole time they're singing, and then you have random snippets of a of a whale. Of a whale. Willy. They're and fishing too, which is kind of weird. Weird, very weird. Right? It's Free Willy yes. trying to capture. They're free trying Willy. to capture Free Willy, <laughs> and then and then randomly like Michael Jackson's The Dangerous Tour. Yes, it's, but it looks like a hologram. Yes, and it looks like he's like already dead. It's so weird. It's like it's 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 actually a great watch. It's really funny because the girls really look so uncomfortable. Like you can tell, like they just started their career. They don't really know when to look in the camera. They don't know when they're not supposed to. It's, no, they know nothing. They don't like they look at. They don't want to be there. The, and then there's a band too on the beach that's, they're that's not playing not instru- playing their instruments like, and a band of children. Did you see the kid, the little white kid? I think it was one child, wasn't there? Was there, was I there they, more? No, they were all the. I think everyone there was like a teenager, the oldest. I thought they were doing like a Macaulay Culkin. Um, kind of, like sort of reference to Michael Jackson there or something. I don't know. It was like kids playing, not playing instruments at the right times with the music. It was very strange, it was super weird. Yeah, it uh, was very weird. So okay, so Free Willy's soundtrack and, yes. and had another. Which Michael Jackson, life. of course, had a song on. Oh, did he? Well, was, yeah. What was the, I don't remember. I forget the name. Yeah. I'm terrible with the name. It was a, it was, a, but he he his presence on that 
soundtrack kind of actually elevated the movie a bit more and like yeah. the movie actually became kind of a sleeper hit that year so here's that outro too that i was talking about before it's a, it's like a minute of this i don't mind this though yeah but then it's not this this isn't a song oh i agree it's like no song then. It's, yeah what, what, we're just we're just it's michael jackson song then with, yeah with yeah that's, you know, that's what i like that's what you like about it exactly yeah. I think uh, that's what everybody likes about it. Like, if you read like reviews about this song and stuff, everyone's like, "Yeah, the Michael Jackson stuff's great." Like, but the the rest of this, no, is, no, is no, no, this is what they disaster. said. Pure genius is what they said. They said Tony Cross from Smash Hits gave the remix four out of five stars, stating that Jackson's human nature is the perfect vehicle for their high harmonies, and they have turned his old choir boy rendition into something with much more sass and soul. <laughs> it's a welcome revival of a good tune, and they've done it even better than Michael Jackson. Oh, that's that's stupid. Fuck this guy. So can I, can I defend some of this take for a second? Oh, yeah, sure, because then I'm going to... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Member two, this is 1993. Right. So there weren't a lot of mashups, or mashups as we know them. This is... It, that's true. So this might have been really innovative for its time. I, I honestly don't remember if it was. Or, I remember thinking the song is okay when it happened. I remember yeah. thinking the song's okay now in 2021. <laughs> but this is, you know, compared to what we're used to now, where... And I'm also a sucker for mashups, so... Me too, but it's good when they work. This does not work, and I'm going to show you. Okay, so there are problems all over the song, but I'm going to isolate one, like two bars. Okay. Because I think if we drill down there and look at it, you'll understand kind of the point of everything else that's going on. So um, here is this line. Love will be right here. So the human nature chords that are happening, the human nature I'm, is this bastardized version of it, but it's basically. That's basically the human nature chords. So the last two of those chords is what that, uh, that, that line was. Love will be right here. And then the harmony to that is, Love will be right here. Those two lines are happening. The first note of, so that's the melody and that's the harmony. The melody starts on this B. The chord is this chord. And in the chord is a C. So she starts by saying this B against this C. So what you have you have those two notes against themselves. The first, mm-hmm. the first uh, note of the melody. Mm-hmm. The second note of the melody is a C sharp against that C. So you've got two half steps right next to each other while the harmony is singing this D. So the notes that are all being played simultaneously are B, C, C sharp, and D. Those are those are just half steps all all right together. It's a cluster. Music is organized sound. That is noise. That's like disorganized sound all put together. That's not a professional. That's not prof- that's not a professional sound. Like that's that's like that is shoehorning something together, and it, and it doesn't make sense sonically. Do you see more of what you call like a cluster, if you will, like in mashups than no. you do in, in regular stuff? You know what I mean? No, is, when is you like a more common issue with what makes mashups brilliant is because they fit. 
mm-hmm. perfectly or almost perfectly. Uh, this is this is like not even close to th- those harmonies. That harmony line does not work over those chords, and that's why I'm saying is they didn't change any of the melody or any of the harmony at all. They just he just like tossed it there and tossed them over the top, and there are problems like that all over it. Those. Um, the keys are wrong. The keys that they're the key that they're singing in, and the key that the song in is in doesn't they they don't match up. So you you have a lot of those dissonance all over the place. Plus, so the 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 notes that are being played simultaneously are are half steps, right? They're they're the closest closest interval in Western music. Singing those together, right? That's the most dissonant um, sound you could possibly hear in Western music. But the, the second most dissonant sound is called a tritone, and it's this. The reason why that's so dissonant for us is because it, it's, it comes from a very um, stable sounding. Uh, where'd my thing go? There, it's in between two very stable sounding intervals. A very stable sounding interval is this. This is a fifth. This is a... Those are power chords. It's very stable sounding. And then the fourth, which is also very stabilizing. So it's the notes in between. Stable, unstable, stable again. So that tritone, that unstable, is also happening in that chord with that melody at the same time. So you have the two most unstable intervals in music in that little line. It's it's fucking, it's just, it's it's hack to do that. It like does not work. It's hack. So I hear that and it's all you hear that all over the song. There's there's those clashes all over the song and like this is not a professional sounding song. So this is not a writer. The, do we blame the producer for that? Yeah, so I think um I think well they're young, so I think that their melody is not a professional melody anyway. People like people were praising their voices, but they're they're not good. Their writing is not good melody wise. They're they're um it's it's a very immature melodies and harmony even their harmonies of that line they're just these parallel thirds it's very easy it's not a lot of thought put into it i blame them they're immature so there's that but i but the producer should fucking know that that does not like you listen to that stuff it doesn't work i mean he produced as i said he was he's credited as the creator of new jack swing he does he's done he, he did uh um stuff on michael jack's dangerous um was you know around this time and then before this he was, he was all over music he was doing stuff with with all all sorts of people he she should know better than than this so if he had done as much cocaine as jeff Picard, would this song be improved uh probably would help yeah yeah i agree yeah, yeah. this is a bad song isn't the, the problem to me is it's just it's, it's an unprofessional song i see i feel that way okay uh i completely understand what you're saying and uh i agree if you listen to the album the songs don't sound finished no, a lot of them. Don't. That's exactly right. It's almost they're just they're not. It's not mature. Yeah, writing and, and yeah, all of it. I think yeah. the sound. It sounds like amateur hour, like tinny, or just like uh, I'm probably not using the right words, but it just, it just doesn't sound right. And and it's, you know, it's just not for me either. I guess yeah. too. But uh, but I give the, maybe the mashup a bit more of a leeway potentially, just because it, it is a it sounds like demolition a little bit, but it's a, it's a, <laughs> a unique especially for his time, spin on this and some of those, maybe the problems that you hear to the layman's ear, it maybe isn't as, isn't as obvious. They really bury them in the mix. 
particularly the harmony part of uh, of it. Uh, I'm sure, you know, that the the woman who sings the I don't know, I can't remember mm-hmm. which three one of does what. There's three of them, but the woman who sings the harmony and the the top of um of that little line of uh she's singing uh You can barely hear there her. You can hear the you can hear the um the the melody doubled, but you can barely hear the higher woman. She in the in the last um chorus you hear her more. I'm sure the producer buried her because it's kind of like, oh, this is too clashy. I'm gonna fucking bring that down in the mix. And I would imagine if I were her, I'd be like, wait, I sang that perf- you know, beautiful harmony. What are you, you know? If he did it right, he should have like kicked that harmony out because it just it just gets in the way. But she was probably I would expect that she would probably be fighting. Oh, that's my voice. You can't take that out of right. this mix, or I'm not in here anymore. Um, I think like the mashups that we love are they they sound like they belong together, and this yeah, does not right. sound like a that you know I hear it and it it, it is uncom- It's like an uncomfortable. It's it's watching City of Angels. It's that type of situation. It's like kind of creepy because of. Because it doesn't, they don't belong to belong to oh, each other. And Michael Jackson's, of course, a child predator. So maybe you're not that far. Off. <laughs> maybe I'm not. Yeah, um, yeah. So that I guess that's. Uh, I think it's really shitty. This band on had had more success than I would have thought. Thirty million al- albums. It's crazy. It's same as Radiohead. Yeah, it's, that is crazy. And they're not on my radar at all. I mean, no. Uh, so the song I knew, of course, but yeah, this one I knew. The, uh, Black well, the remix Putin, I knew actually, but I didn't know the original. I didn't know the original either. I think it works better, but it's it's still not good. But uh, this Black Pudding song. I thought was the best one. Could be like salt and pepper, TLC. Yeah, I agree like, with you. Yeah. When yeah. they do that style, they're they're, they're more, more fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Which I like. But yeah. it's kind of a JV. Right. So might as well salt and pepper. pepper. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Because yeah, yeah. those guys are great. But right. yeah, not a band that I no. I particularly I think we'll cover them again. I don't think they had any other massive. They ha- they have think, they've had a long successful career for sure. Thirty million albums is yeah. very impressive. But like, I don't think they had any other huge I, hits. I didn't. I don't know. I think it's. I think this was their this biggest, biggest one. one. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. Uh, and they went solo after a while. After they didn't got back, then they got back together and they seem to get along. Isn't they don't to their credit they don't seem to cause any problems. They have a I think they're more religious than most of these groups. Yeah, they yeah. Have kind of a gospel uh, background to them. Um, but I mean, hey, you know, they seem like nice people. And uh, but I, I just the music's just not for me. The other part of it too is if you're going to do a ma- like do something different, they basically just took human nature and put a different beat on the bottom and then threw their voices over the top. If you're, if you're going to like, that's not hard. That'll take you three seconds to do. You put no thought into it to do that. It's like, if you're going to do a mashup, like yeah, make they, some yeah, interesting yeah, stuff. This happen. is a different time though too. Yeah. Go, oh, excuse on that one. Okay. Whatever. So, uh, well, DJs no do, um, you know, uh, with, who are taking records, spinning records, uh, f- underneath rap, like, they were doing stuff. I know. BM Paul's boutique had already been out. Yeah, I mean, I no, mean I, yeah, I know, but that's a big guy. Probably a big I guess. Yeah, I guess. So, so you don't like the song? No, don't like the song. Don't like this movie. They're about. Wow. They're about bad, the same. Bad episode for you, huh? Well, it's Tough still fun to do the episode. I mean, it's still fun to bash. You having a good time? That's very well, important. To me. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I know that's that is super important. <laughs> actually, I really what I did like was was figuring out why the fuck I didn't like it because mm. on initial initial hearing it, I was like, I don't. This makes me feel fucked up, like weird. I, I don't, and I don't know why. So to kind of figure out why it was to kind of break it down. Oh yeah, it's because all the fucking clashing um, harmonic structure. Of course, it makes me feel weird and stupid. 
they didn't do it on purpose. It's one thing to be, you could do atonal or really, I like complicated harmonies because, you know, you hear the same um, kind of standard chord progressions forever and then you get you get tired of them. So I do like complex harmonies, but this wasn't on purpose. You just mashed it together and it doesn't, so they don't lead anywhere. They don't go anywhere. You have, you can build tension and have real, you can do a lot of clashing Clashing harmonies, but as long as they resolve somewhere, or go somewhere, then uh, you know it, it sort of makes sense to do. But in this case, it's just haphazard; just didn't give a shit. Kind of. There you have it. You going right. to tell us where uh, you were, what you were doing? Yeah, I'll tell my personal story here because we have we have the guest uh, yesterday. Uh, on yesterday, which you already would have heard. <laughs> Ideally, hopefully. Uh, so we had uh, so eighth grade was a weird year for me. It was a good year. I had a lot of fun. Um, Didn't you just start ninth grade here? No, eighth grade for me. Fuck, you would have been starting ninth grade, I think, right? 93? No, no, ninety. Because I'm, uh, I'm, I just turned fifteen. Oh now, shit, you're so right. I'd have been sophomore, oh my god, oh, sophomore wow. in high school. Right. Been, this is your freshman year. It is. Oh my god, so I had the wrong story then. Uh, oh, I'm gonna tell my eighth grade story anyway because this is story. <laughs> so you to the year before. You're right. I would have been entering freshman year. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, well, regardless, I'll tell a story yeah, about me being eighth grade. I don't think anyone's gonna give a shit. Uh, so let's talk about eighth grade, which right, which would have been right the year. Year before. Yeah, oh, I could have told a freshman story. But I won't now. I'll tell an eighth grade story. Okay. Um, so uh, eighth grade uh, was an odd year for me, uh, uh, it, I, probably because of the teacher. So um, I don't know how teachers pick their students typically, or I don't know how it all works, um, but going into seventh to eighth grade, um, the eighth grade teacher retired who was there, and then people kind of got, faculty got moved around. Yeah. So by when it all shook out, there was one teacher that had been with the school for a while. In fact, had been my sixth grade, had been a sixth grade teacher of a lot of my class already. She got bumped up to eighth grade. And then and there were only two classes. Mm. The other class had a brand new teacher who had never been working for the school before. So you're saying they cut your class in half and were you with the same teacher all day or did you go, did you move around? Oh, I'm going to my science teacher now, my math teacher, my homeroom teacher, that stuff. We were so small. It was yeah. only 38 kids in my, in my uh. class. So how it worked was you would go into the other class for like, I don't know, 20% of your day, but most of 80% of your day you were in. And it was the same teacher teaching all the subjects? Uh, 80% was the same teacher, then wow. 20% was the other teacher. Okay, interesting. Right. So um, basically how it worked was the teacher that had been there before taught us English, and then my guy taught everything else, but then he also taught science to everyone. I see. But then the other categories, like social studies stuff, were a mixed, were a mixed bag. As early as I can remember, if when I moved to Hookset, it was all moving around. Like, most were, yeah. but we were just so small. It just didn't, didn't yeah. work. It was, like I said, only 38 kids. So what happened was, uh, here's my theory and what happened. Yeah. Was that when that new, when that existing teacher came in, she was given that eighth grade spot before the other guy was hired, mm. I'm guessing. And then she picked, she handpicked who she wanted in her class. Oh my God. And she basically picked the 19 like best behaved, <sighs> nicest kids in the class, in the grade. Yeah. So it was all of these like good kids. The class I was in was Mr. Burke's class and Mr. Burke got left with 19 monsters <laughs> and we were just, I remember like seeing who was in my class and it was almost like the, like the, like the asylum. Yeah. And it was, great. I mean, some warning bells must've gone off. Oh, we were fucking late. Oh, we, we like, what is happening here? This is like, this is great. This is chaos. All my friends were yeah. all, and like, oh, we're going to just raise hell. All, it's our eighth grade. This is the year before. Yeah. We, you know, we're the biggest kids in school now. And we are now in a group of all of us. And we're just and we're against a new teacher. Like, this is going to be amazing. And we were awful. Yeah. Like, it, it was it was as bad as advertised. And um, 
I guess the greatest example I can give, you know, and like, honestly, no one in my school, no one in my school fought. We were, it's a, it was a small group and, but we were just mean and nasty to each other, to anyone around. We yeah. were just, we were all a bunch of like little smart asses. And, um, one of the tasks we had to do was solar cars. So, uh, me and my friend, so everyone teamed up in two, uh, and made the, and I do a solar car. So what they do is they give you like wheels and axles and like stuff. And then they give you a solar panel and like some sort of board to make the solar panel operate the wheels. Right. I don't know. So we meet me. I, I meet you could pick who you wanted. So I, I picked my buddy Henry and we were working on it. Henry's in my wedding. Yep. So, you know, him. so, uh, so, uh, but this is when we're younger. I don't know if Henry's going to like the story coming out, but it's on the Patreon show. So we'll go for it. So we're building the solar car and we actually got it to work. So it was a week long thing. So every science block you had, we worked in the solar car for this entire week. How hard was it to put this fucking thing together? It was actually really hard. Really? Yeah. Like everyone was struggling with it. Uh. Like it was like, I don't know if we didn't have the right tools or what it was, but you had to make it operate. And then what happened was the two fastest solar cars then the, uh, by the uh, by Thursday would then the following week get to go and bring their car to like, and then have a competition against other schools in Concord or whatever. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So it was like a little prize again to get to leave school for the day yeah, or whatever. That's nice. So, um, but the, the, de- the deadline was Thursday. So we had four days. So we, we built it. And by Thursday, we had the car running. In fact, we had the fastest car. Huh. We would go in the basketball court and you, know, you do it and, like, and, it, and it worked. It wasn't great. It, like all the some cars, most people's cars didn't work at all. A lot of cars were kind of all fucked up. Our car was like the best of the bad cars, but it worked. Like, yeah. Kind of sort of. So Mr. Burke, I think, mean, saw that, hey, well, this guy, this poor guy. This guy, by the way, never taught again. He taught one year. One out. year and then out. Oh, yeah, we, we drove him out. Yeah. He drove him out of the, out of the whole well entire, out of the industry. Well done. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we, we got our car working, but I think all the cars were also fucked up. So Mr. Burke's like, I'm going to give you guys an extra day. And so Friday, sure enough, our car stops working. Oh, it's no. just like, I don't know what happened. Some wire got yeah. just a lot. Like, it was barely working anyway. So then two other cars blew by us and won. So... <laughs> By the end of this, Henry is fucking steaming. I just think it's funny. I don't really give a shit. I'm just like laughing. He wanted to win. I, I didn't really. I, Henry wanted to win. That's what I mean. He wanted I to win. I think Henry really wanted to conquer for some yeah. reason. I don't know. I was just like, this is funny. The cars don't work. And yeah. like, I, I was, I kind of just moved on. I didn't, I wasn't really <laughs> upset about it. I didn't really care the whole time. But, uh, Henry's really getting pissed. He's like, and he, the whole, like, the rest of the day, he's like whispering. He's like, this, this fucking car, like, this worked. This will work now. We got fucked. We got railroaded. I'm like, I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. Like, let's, let's make fun of somebody or let's do something else. And, uh, he's like, no, no, this is really bothering me. So, um, I don't know. I think, okay. So some of the school bus drivers also drove the high school kids. Yeah. That was my driver and it was Henry's driver. So what happened was like at three o'clock when school got out, our drivers didn't actually get to us till like three twenty. So we oh, had cause they were dropping off. Yeah. They were doing all the high school stuff first. Yeah, so yeah. it sucks. You had to kind of wait. So, you know, I'd say like two thirds of the class empties out right at three, but then Henry and I are kind of stuck until three twenty till our bus comes. And Mr. Burke stuck with us and there were uh, maybe like four other kids. And Henry just starts chirping at Mr. Burke. He's like, you know, this is bullshit. And Mr. Burke's like, well, you can't really say it. He's like, no, like our car worked. This isn't right. Like Henry really starts to get like really, and Henry's not that kind of guy. Henry is the most like low key. He's like the chill guy. Like this is what put him over the edge though. Like I have like a Raphael Ninja yes, Turtle yeah. tattoo because I'm kind of an asshole. And Henry has the Michelangelo because he's like the party. He's just fun, but he was not relaxed. He's like, and the more he was talking about it, like the anger he was getting, like, <laughs> yeah, he was, he was he psyching was himself up with it. Like yeah. red. Convincing himself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Mr. Burke's like, well, you know, we had to give other kid a chance. And Henry's like, fuck that. This is bullshit. <laughs> and Mr. Burke like knows like 
we did kind of get fucked. So he he is trying to like be yeah like he's like yeah. well you know I I know but like you know we had it you know he's trying to explain it and he actually is doing a decent job. But Henry it, the problem is too, like no one respected this guy because like all we do all day is just, like rip this guy apart. So like this guy didn't have any sort of like leverage to stand on. So like Henry's like openly swearing at him like calling him out and. Yeah, Mr. Burke is like, well, don't say that. Let's, you know, trying, trying to like rationalize with this insane kid. And uh, Henry's like, no, this is shit. So then they're like, uh, and it comes like, all right, we'll bus seven and two, you know, kids, please come. So Henry's like, you know what? That's my bus. Fuck this. He picks up the car and chucks it at Mr. Burke. Chucks it at Mr. Burke? <laughs> Holy shit. And misses him, but I came pretty close. Oh my God. But my bus hadn't been called yet. So like Henry then chucks the car and just leaves. You're so now still it's there? Me and Mr. Cleaning Burke. up his mess? I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. Jesus Mr. Christ. Mr. Burke's like, Holy shit. <laughs> oh, Mr. Burke. Oh no. So I'm just like, ah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But of course, like, it was just such chaos. Like, I don't think Henry got any trouble. Like, Henry, I think, came in on Monday and I think did apologize. Jesus. But, like, but, uh, <laughs> you could have fucking hurt him. <laughs> oh, he totally could have hurt him. Imagine, like, hit him in the head. The funniest thing was, like, the car, like, hits the floor and just, like, explodes. It was, just, it was so oh. poorly made. You know? <laughs> it was just, like... You were defending this thing? Axles. Oh. The board goes flying. Like, wires are everywhere. Oh, man. And uh, Mr. Burke's just, like... Like, he's, like, shell-shocked. He's, like, whoa, what just happened? <laughs> and uh, I had, like, five minutes now between that incident happening and my bus coming. So I'm just, like... You know, I'm also like an eighth grade. I don't know what to say. I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, Henry gets, you know, Henry can get a little hot on the collar. Like, I don't know what to fucking say here. It's like, how do I explain this? This guy, meanwhile, you can see in his eyes. He's like, I chose the wrong line of work. Like, he's just like, what am I doing here? Like, you can see him like the flicker in his eyes. It's like yeah. dying. The idea, this dream he had of teaching and like summers off, whatever he had in his yeah. mind to do this. You could see he's just like, I made like a horrible mistake. And uh, so I'm like, well, you know, you know, Henry, you know, Henry, huh? Henry get fired up. And uh, Mr. Burks is like, and then my bus comes and uh, I'm like, all right, see you Monday. And he's just like, he's like sitting there. Like he's so angry. Like he oh, probably sure. wants to choke, you know, find Henry and choke him out. I'm sure. He's like sitting at his desk, like shaking. And uh, like, and then like, you know, of course we're all assholes. We're all on the phone all weekend. And then, you know, the first thing Monday are all like, Hey, Mr. Burke, I'm going to throw any solar cars at you this weekend. Oh, you know, like God. everyone's just busting on him, <laughs> like, you know? And the guy is just like, he didn't, I guess Henry didn't get in trouble. I think he's just like, and then that was the moment he lost the class. Yeah, he's like, forget it. And, you know, he already kind of lost this anyway because we're all, he never would have oh, won. Oh, but you can't, you can't allow a kid to throw a car at no. you. Like, no, that's, there's got to be serious repercussions to that. People would just like so outwardly rude to him. Like, they, like, <sighs> girls would come, girl, he'd be like, a girl, like, raise her hand. She'll have to go to the bathroom. He'd be like, no, can we wait until after class? And she's like, nope. And she'd go out and then she'd come back, be like, yeah, I have my period. Thanks for like ignoring me, Mr. Burke. Motherfucker. And he's just like, and he, you know, what do you say? You can't say anything to it. Even oh. back then, you know, you can't, and he's just like, all right, so back to math, you know, and it's just like, we just ran wild on him. Like, we, you know, we would just, we we're just all little assholes. Yeah. That teacher, the other teacher really did him a disservice. Like, that's a really shitty. Well, he needs to be, I mean, partially it's, it's he's just a bad teacher too. He you, was, you can't lose, a, you can't lose a class. I mean, even if you're a nice guy, it doesn't mean you're a good teacher. Yeah. And at times he tried to be strict and then he, and then like, so he kept, he also was not consistent. Yep. So like one month he'd be like super strict. He probably read it in some t-shirts, but he probably like, I'm, I'm, you know, what do I do? And you know, maybe he's getting advice from other teachers, whatever, but like, you know, and so every month he'd be kind of a, and that also doesn't work yeah. with kids. You need to be consistent. Yeah. And you need to just be like honest with yourself and just like, but he, I think he, he just didn't know how to take us. But like I said, if he had had more good kids in the class, it would have, it would have helped him. Yeah. yeah Cause there might've been some peer pressure, but uh, you just guys all, 
all yeah but like you know how it is like oh i mean i don't know what kind of like if you're like the if you're like kind of like a class clown type mentality and a couple other kids are telling jokes it kind of opens up that's what i mean yeah you're just gonna right where if other if everyone's kind of behaving themselves you're you're more likely to be i mean at the end it. of the day we're all eighth, you know eighth graders are trying to fit in yeah. on some level right so you're gonna kind of do the norm but like if everyone's acting up even the kids that are kind of good started acting up in that class like no well one, they were probably sick of him um you know just letting everything go too they probably were frustrated with him being a bad teacher I would probably start to get mouthy too at after a certain point. Like this guy's a fucking idiot. Can't keep control of the class. I'm not learning anything. Got assholes like Chris over here chirping all day. <laughs> I would be fr- if I were a good kid in the class. I'd be frustrated. I'd start chirping him too. Probably. I'd be pissed at him. I remember like one thing was um he would like read our notes out loud. Like if we were passing notes, he'd read them out loud. So we all just started writing notes like Mr. Burke sucks. <laughs> like oh, really? why would you get that one a world, Mr. Burke? Yeah. What, what did I write? How about you read that one? What did that note say? I couldn't read it. What does it say? Yeah. Oh, oh, he's like, oh, this is not acceptable. You crumple. You, you oh, never read it. Mr. No, but you sure you want to read these notes out loud? <laughs> How's this working out for you? Yeah, that's not, I mean, sounds like you couldn't respect him. So yeah. And I just, like I said, I just, I, I, I remember like in August or, uh, you know, we got it, we found out which class we're in. You know, we're all, you know, before cell phones, you're all like on your landlines with your talking to your buddy. He's like, what's, wait a second, you're a Mr. Holy shit. We're all in the class we're together. We're all in this together. What oh my fuck? God. Like, this is going to be wild. Yeah. And I told the story in eighth grade how we went to that Boston uh, trip, and then like, you know, a few of us, uh, me and my buddy, we, we like we abandoned the hotel. Yeah. We we were throwing like water balloons or piss on security guards. It was just mad. It was just chaos. Yeah. And um, you know, no real. It was all kind of mischief stuff. But like, but it was all because we just had no fear for the authority. Yeah. We just didn't give a shit. Fucking Henry though. Turned into a. He's just such a great convict. guy. He's such a great guy. But even he, even he flipped. He flipped. Yeah. I bet he regrets that though. Uh, we, sure. <laughs> I don't know if he does. You have to ask him. I don't know. I don't know if he does. I don't know. Yeah. Mr. Burke. I have no respect for Mr. Burke. Oh, no. Mr. He Burke. fucked that up. Oh, no. Poor Mr. Burke. Yeah, well. Probably a nice guy, though. I'm, I'm sure he's... I'm sure he's... Not a good teacher, though. No, you, you, can't, teacher. Yeah. you can't do that. You can't let it devolve into that situation. The kids can't run the class. Like you, No one No one served. No one served that way. It's, no. it's, it's annoying. Uh, anything else with... Uh, That's all I have, yeah. the, which is, is, isn't even true to the date, but... <laughs> Good job. It's a story. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I guess were you. Well, it was my side. Well, I didn't prepare a story because normally. Well, no, you would do it for the Patreon. So I don't really understand. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> well, you always do, but I don't really. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do it for the. I don't always think of it as mine, like me as a Patreon show. Okay. Sometimes I, I do. I don't know. So either. you're going to talk about it on the next show with Jeff? I guess I'm not. Him? Well, you can, I guess. Well, well, we're going to ask him where he was. Yeah, but as you do with the guest show, usually they just kind of do the story and we don't. And usually do on the, on the other show we do, we both do I don't us. know what's usual. I don't know what's customary. Well, we only had like seven or eight of them, I guess. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Jesus. All right. I was uh, sophomore in high school. I don't know. I didn't yeah, prepare a yeah, story. I was right. sophomore in high school. Okay. Mm. Okay. Well, maybe if you think of something between now and then, I guess you could tell Jeff. Maybe I'll tell Jeff. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll, be in, he'll be impressed. Jeff, I'd like you to know where I was yeah. this week. What were you doing? Right. Do you think he's older than us or younger than us? Oh, I think he's younger. I think everybody's younger than us. I, I would bet big money. He's I think he's us. younger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll tell a story. We'll see. And then next week we're back with, uh, what was it? Oh, we're oh, was going back to the eighties. Yeah. Going back to 1983. Yeah. We got uh, Tootsie and then, um, <clears throat> the verdict. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. If I have seen them, it's been forever. So that'll be, uh, it'll be fun to see. Mm. That'll we got. And so, yeah, so we're going to do headlines with Jeff. So you would have already heard. Maybe they would have already heard your story. Could have heard him. I know. Yeah. Listen to you fucking bad mouthing me and we've already heard my story. Oh yeah. See? Story sucked. It's great. 
Everybody loved Piece it. It's a shit story. <laughs> Nothing like my cool solar car stuff. <laughs> right, solar car. From, from a year beyond when we're actually talking about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. All yeah. right. Uh, I guess I guess uh, that's it. Okay, bye. All right.